Yes, time to look back on a record-breaking first weekend of the Liberty A-League with a new standalone round record of over 26,000 fans attending the matches. And Alicia Carnabas, of course, is going to run the rule across all of it for us. How are you, Alicia? Good to have you back. Hey, Alicia. It is Hey guys, it's good to be back. Like just hearing the old the old tune. It's refreshing. <laughs> yeah, we've missed the tune as well as you. Uh, it's been some opening weekend, a record crowd for the Sydney Derby, Guards of Honour for our Matilda Stars, a big stoush in the F3 Derby. Uh, let's start mm. in Sydney, 11,471, which is a new individual crowd record for a game in the women's competition. Is this the harbinger of better crowds across the board? Or is it just the feel-good factor of the Women's World Cup? Look, I'm hoping it's a bit of both, right? If we mm. think about what we witnessed in the World Cup, I mean, we were all a part of it in some way, shape or form, whether we were working in it or just being a part of the crowds, it was sensational. It was a real benchmark for football in this country. And I think it was a very important part of getting the public involved as well in our game and appreciating our sport. So part of me feels like, yes, there is a little bit of interest, uh, more so than we're probably used to, particularly in the women's side of things that flows off of that interest from the Matildas, which is fantastic. Um, the other side of it is, is of course, just um, new season, uh, new fans, new, new, I guess, eyes on the game. And hopefully more than anything, um, I'd like to see it, as we talk about so often, sustained um, yep. mm -hmm. throughout the season. That's that's the challenge, right? How do we keep these crowds coming back? Um, obviously, memberships are up. That's been a big talking point around clubs throughout the country, but uh, really up to the A-League now to, to sustain the interest in our game. And I think they've got the perfect opportunity um, based on what we've seen over the weekend. Absolutely. And, and the games were great as well. And just looking at that derby, it, it has been a great start for Sydney off the back of uh, the, the championship last season. Great first half. They led 2-0 and then the Wanderers pushed them back in the second half, but um, they held strong. And, and the win, though, was was marred by Nat Tobin's um, injury, which we've heard today has ruled her out for the season. A, a devastating loss for Sydney. Yeah, she's such a fantastic leader. She's proven that year after year with, with Sydney FC and I think definitely a blow for their campaign. Um, but you know what, Nat, she's, just, she's the type of character that will still rally around her team and I'm sure they'll rally around her as well in her recovery. But a loss all the same and, and another ACL, it just begs the question. Um, as always yeah. in the women's game, how can we be bettering uh, what we're doing with the science as well? Um, just a word on the Wanderers, Alicia. They parted company with Cat Smith only really just before the season started. Robbie Hooker has taken over. What's the story behind that move? It seems an odd one at face value. Yeah, it does. We had a two-year contract uh, with the Wanderers, I'm pretty sure, Cat Smith. And I have to say, my inquiries, everything was a little bit tight-lipped around the uh -huh. Wanderers camp. And um, so I, I dare say it's probably not a mutual parting, um, unfortunately, for Kat and and for the club. Um, Robbie Hooker, though, is is a very much a people person, and I'm sure he'll he'll relish the opportunity to come into, I guess, the fold with the Wanderers and, and try and get some silverware as well and, and improve things at the club. I mean, they've had a loss over the weekend, which is which is not the perfect start, but he's got an opportunity through an extended season as well to, to kind of get the Wanderers back on track. That's the good thing, isn't it? We've got a full home and away season for the first time. And I think the, uh, the A-League women's competition deserves a lot of credit. I think it's the first of any of the codes to have a full proper home and away season 
for the women's competition. So that's something that the A-Leagues are doing right. Uh, 5,000 plus at the F3 Derby as the Mariners return to the competition. Alicia, two red cards. Alexander Hoon and uh, Faye Bryson of the Mariners uh, going toe-to-toe. Melina Ayres with the winner for the Jets, who've traditionally struggled a bit in this competition. Are they going to be much improved and perhaps even in the finals this year? Look, it's a nice acquisition with having airs up front, I think, for the Jets as well. But, um, look, I'd like to say at this stage of, of the, I guess, the season, it's very, very early days. And I think a lot of teams are just finding their feet and finding their rhythm. So a little bit hard to tell, but um, definitely I think the intention will be for the Jets to improve on last season. We all know uh, how they struggled, particularly with goals against. And I think defensively they'll be looking to be a little bit more secure uh, this year and, and try and build on that as well and get some momentum. Is that the case then with Western United as well? I mean, they lost their coach, Mark Torcaso, and and lost their opening game. So just some early season nerves or second season syndrome, do you think? I'm going to say early early season nerves. I mean, it doesn't help to lose lose Mark. He's such a fantastic Mm. coach and fantastic opportunity for him as well. Just like a lot of our good coaches, they do venture overseas and he's got this opportunity, obviously, with the Philippines national team. Um, but but definitely, I think, let, let's let see with the one uh, with the United rather, just feel out the first couple of games and just see where they land. Uh, there's clearly something about Adelaide and high scoring draws. I think I commentated <laughs> the 4-4 draw in the men's game last season with uh, the Reds and uh, the Western Sydney Wanderers. This year, it was the Lady Reds. Uh, who had a real topsy-turvy game against Canberra. That ended in the same scoreline, a 95th-minute equaliser from Amelia Murray. Uh, Elsewhere, Melbourne City defeating Wellington Phoenix thanks to yet another goal from Hannah Wilkinson. But, uh, Alicia, the return of Riley Foster, really the big story out of this game. Yeah, big, big news there. And I think, again, just teams looking to build with the personnel. I mean, there's been some changes throughout the league. Riley Foster's a... A nice addition. Hannah Wilkinson provides that consistency, of course, up front. So for me, it's um, it's going to be very interesting. New combinations, uh, new new defensive lineups, new attacking forces. And it's going to be really interesting to see how how all these players sort of come together and, and start to gel and build with their teams, but also into the league as well. Uh, Brisbane Raw defeated Melbourne Victory, of course, who've been there or thereabouts for the last uh, few years. 16-year-old mm. Grace uh, Kulamu, is that, is that how you pronounce it? Kulamu? And Kulamu, Kulamu, Fijian background. There I had the go. pleasure of meeting her and her dad before the World Cup up here in Queensland. And um, yeah, I'm super happy for her. She's a young kid who's, who's doing some great things up here in Queensland. And I'm sure her family will be extremely proud. And um, the, the system sort of, she's come through the system up here. So it's a real credit to the QIS system and the future Matilda system as well. So well done to Grace. Absolutely. Jenna McCormick also on target for the Raw. Now, the big talking point out of this game, Alicia, was that victory were denied a goal. Rachel Lowe ruled to be interfering with the goalkeeper's line of sight uh, as the shot mm. came in for what they thought was uh, was a victory goal. Do you agree with that decision? Teo Pelletzeri on the dub zone did. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> look, I I do agree. I do agree. It's, it's always a contentious decision, but... I have to agree with Teo on this one. I think it, it's it's one of those decisions that I think can affect games. And can I, I actually thought it was a goal myself, yeah. but um, it's, you know, ref's call at the end of the day. But, look, contentious decision, and I think uh, Melbourne can be a little bit disappointed off the back of that one, that's for sure. Well, the good news for victory is they've got uh, a Matilda to come back into their team once she recovers from injury. Elise Kellen-Knight, who is uh, still on the recovery trail at the moment, 
I spoke to her at uh, the A-League's launch last week about the campaign ahead. We are a championship winning team and we want to be a championship winning team this season. It was disappointing to fall short last year, well this year actually, last season, um, but we have rebuilt so we've actually got half a new squad which is pretty you know, exciting, Like, also a little bit nervous, like how are we going to go round one, you don't really know, how do you test the waters? Um, but I think it's really exciting. We've got a really cool balance of youth and experience, but it's like quality experience. So Matilda's level experience in Lydia Williams and Gilnick. Um, really good leadership qualities in Caleb Morrison. And then we've also got some really exciting young Matildas and under 23 Matildas, which, you know, having that beautiful mix is, I think, the recipe of like a winning team. It'd be great to see KK back in the league, Alyssa. And we, we wanted to round off with this question. Who's, uh, it's been sent in from Stuart from the People's Democratic Republic of Victoria. He always sounds off that way. He's a regular listener to the show. And he says, question for Alyssa, where are our women coaches in the A-League? Discuss. Discuss. Gosh, I'd love to know, Stuart, <laughs> myself. Um, I have to say, look, I was disappointed with Cat Smith's exit, number yeah. one. Um, I think, look, it's a fine line between picking the best coaches, but also having that representation of, of women, coaching women as well, which I think is important, particularly as we sort of ascend through through leagues and into the international demographics as well. And we can see success overseas in the WSL, especially um, with the likes of Emma Hayes and, of course, Serena there with the England national team. Um, I, do I think we need more of them? Absolutely. Um, do I think the pathways could be a little bit clearer, a little bit more encouraging? a little bit more sustainable financially, of course, and it's, it's not an easy path. Um, mm. I talk quite often with Kath Canooley um, about, about this. She's obviously coached Wanderers for a little while there, and it's it's definitely not an easy pathway for, for women in the game, but but for any coach as well. So I think that's something that we need to look at. Um, I see Gary Cole in the nice top job at the moment in the coaching fraternities, and mm. I'm hoping people like that with that experience can start to influence how we um we talk a lot about retaining players and holding players. Uh, can we do the same for coaches? I think it's really important and a really big part of building this game in this country. You got your badges, Alisa? My badges? Your coaching oh, badges? Only, only, the, only the casual B licence. <laughs> the casual B? Well, that's more than me. <laughs> you know? So maybe you should, maybe you should be the next coach in the A-Leagues. <laughs> oh, look, well... Love to talk about it. I don't know if anyone will take my instruction, though. That's the difference. So we'll, we'll see. We do, we do every <laughs> week, Alicia, and we value your input. So uh, thanks for joining us again this season on uh, The Global Game. And we'll speak to you next week. See you, Alicia. Cheers, guys. Nice to chat. That's uh, Alicia Carnavas talking about the opening round of the Liberty A-League women's competition. We're off to another break. On the other side of it, we'll answer some of your texts.